Now, News Talk Radio, CJAD 800 gives you Solo in the City with Cheryl Vesner. And here we are, Solo in the City. I'm Cheryl Besner, your love coach and your matchmaker. We are live in studio tonight. And in Montreal this weekend, the fireworks are going out. They're actually going up into the air and bursting right now in the sky right behind me. So I'm so happy this week that we are in studio in Montreal. And my special guest tonight, who I'm going to tell you about, who's joining me very soon, gets to see the fireworks of Montreal. And they also get to see the fireworks of their own love life. And we're going to talk about your love life. And tonight's show is about how you can really experience a full exciting sexual relationship with your partner. In the meantime, remember, you can call 7900800 if you want to be part of the discussion or star 8255. That is how you can text me. This show is all about relating, dating, and mating. And tonight we're going to figure out just how you can be really having a lot of fun with your mate. In the meantime, as always, the show's about you as well. So I want to get right into my dating question of the week. It comes from a gentleman named Cliff. He says, Cheryl, I am dating someone for the last few months and have realized that while I like her, she is the wrong person for me long term. I want to end it without hurting her. My problem is every time she comes over, I get cold feet. We end up having dinner, wine, then fall into bed. And in the morning, we kiss goodbye and another day starts. What do I do? Can I break up with her by phone or email or maybe a text? The answer is no, no, and no. As a matter of fact, I know that um, in the tech box here, Benson, do you want to weigh on this one? Because actually you got dumped by somebody by text, right? I did. Yeah, back in January, I got broken up with. Actually, it was even, in my opinion, it was even worse than text. It was over an Instagram direct message. It oh, was over. <laughs> that really is <laughs> Instagram. That, you know what could be worse than that? Snapchat. That would be worse that because then be you, worse can't because even re- you can't even reread it then. It just disappears. That yeah. would definitely be worse. Yeah. Anyway, Cliff, the answer is, well, first of all, my question is, do you ever go out? Because it sounds like every time you're on a date, you're at your place and having dinner there. So if you're not, well, maybe now's the time. You know, meet somewhere, take her out for a walk, but you have to do it face to face. Once you're intimate with somebody, you owe that person the respect to break up with them face to face. And you're going to have to man up and do it. Remember, if you don't, that's cowardly. So don't run away from a relationship. Learn from it. She'll have to learn from it too, but do it face to face. Now, for dating news this week, I wanted to introduce everybody to a concept, an item, something that you can have fun with at home. I got approached by a woman. Her name is Tara, and she does something called Date Mail. Okay, so what this is, is, and I I actually have it in studio with me because Tara sent me my own little box. And this is um, kind of like glossy box where that you used to get all these products every month delivered to your house to try out in beauty products. Well, this is about spicing up your love life. 
your relationship. And it's your date at home. So you get this cute little box and I'm opening it up right now. And uh, I have to say it's really pretty and it's got all kinds of pretty yellow paper and purple streamers on it and everything. And then it has all these different little coupons and items that you can read that promote well, it looks like conversation. So for instance, in it, there's a little paper or flyer that I'm looking at, and it's called Unstoppable Date Mail Couples. And this is from somebody who's participating with the date mail. And it's by Dr. Rose. And Dr. Rose does something every month for the date box. So this is one of the things in it. And she talks about a different topic every month. So this one is this month's topic is about speaking your truth. And she was saying that of all the couples Rose has coached, because she is a coach over the years, she has noticed that only 2% of couples are truly happy. Well, maybe they're not truly happy, because maybe it has to do with a little bit about our topic tonight, which is about spicing up your sex life. Now, what else is in this box? Well, Oh, there's a little card game here, and uh, it says that this little package you would use on your date, and it's about asking each other questions, and it's kind of like truth or dare, or in this case, this month, it's about would you rather, and all these cards have different things, and you're supposed to ask your mate these questions so you can find out things you might not normally know. So, for instance, one card I'm looking at says, would you rather to never lose your phone again or never lose your keys again? Okay, you may not know what your mate would say. So it's all about starting conversation. What else is in this box? I, I didn't open this because I really wanted to uh, see what was going to happen in here. Now, this month's box, by the way, August and September, is in celebration of 150 years of Canada. So it has a lot of different Canadian little treats in it. And the, every month, the date box changes. So you'll be getting a different package every month. Uh, here is black and raspberry syrup. Well, I guess we can maybe find out later what we could do with the syrup uh, from our guest tonight. There is a little massage bar. It's a, a maple-flavored massage bar. I guess you put it in your hand and it loosens up and becomes an oil for massages. I've got chocolates, so you can feed each other chocolates. And um, this last date mail piece here, oh, it's hot and heavy. It's... Um, well, it's a sensual body lotion, and um, or you can freshen up the room, your linens, and it's filled with arousing essential oils. So, date mail, and I will tell you as a special gift for everybody, anybody who wants to order this month's package, if you order this week, Tara has offered you to go to datemail.com, put in your order, and she will send it to you Um and not charge you the freight. And all you have to do is put in Cheryl as the special code, and you will get it shipping free for your first package. So that is date mail. So I, I just thought that this was a great little idea because, you know, sometimes we don't want to go out and we don't have to spend a lot of money on our dates. And sometimes the best dates are the ones we do at home. So let's get into today's show, I'm just going to introduce you to our guests and just see who they are. And then we're going to get into the real hard and sexy, spicy part of 
this evening's show. So the show is How to Spice Up Your Love Life. And joining me in studio are Carol and David. They are a strongly committed swinger couple. They're experts on the swing life. They are hosts of a radio show and they also have their site called The Sexy Lifestyle, which is also the name of their radio show on Voice America. And they also have a very interesting movie in the making. Welcome to the show, David and Carol. Thank you so much. Thank you. We love being Pleasure here. Pleasure being here. It, it's really a lot of fun to have you in studio because we kind of started this conversation already um, on the Facebook Live, which Ramona is hosting here. But the two of you, you have an interesting story because I just want to let people know that you are, I'm going to say newly married, and this is a second time around marriage, and you were each married to other people. Right. We were, we were, and um, my ex-wife is married to Carol's ex-husband. Which is a little bit unusual, but we did it before Shania Twain did. (laughs) (laughs) Shania, eat their dust. (laughs) That's right. And 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 that was 12 years ago, so it's like in the past. And those were, now you, I'm just going to say right now that you are both in the lifestyle. We are. Okay, the sexy lifestyle, um, which also is known as swinging, Mm -hmm. right? But that wasn't the previous marriage. Oh, no. Right? You were both in... In committed monogamous, monogamous relations. relationships, yes. and when you met each other, you had no intention of entering. We didn't really we, know we what didn't, we didn't know even know what it was, right? No. Yeah. So I want to hear more about the story, and I'm sure you will too, because one of their mottos, and we're going to find out really what that means. Your motto is happy, healthy. And always horny. And always horny. And we're going to get more into that coming up on Cupid's Table, the heart of the matter right here on Solo in the City on CJD 800. Solo in the City with Cheryl Besner on News Talk Radio, CJAD 800. We are here relating, dating, and mating. That's what this show is all about. I'm Cheryl Besner here on Solo in the City, your coach and your matchmaker. Remember, we are live tonight, 790-0800 or star 8255 if you're more comfortable texting. We are in studio right now with two wonderful people. They are Carol and David. They are married in a committed relationship, but enjoying the swinger lifestyle together. And you host your radio show. And, you know, it's fascinating to me how, as we were talking about just before, how the two of you came together. So we started talking about the fact that you were each married to somebody else. This is your second time around relationship, right? Yes. And... In your previous relationship, it was a monogamous one. You started off in a monogamous relationship. And then how did it come about on this trip? You went on a trip together. Yeah, we ended up on a vacation that David booked. And it was at a topless optional uh, resort in Mexico. In Cancun. Yes, which I love because I'm very used to being um, topless on the beaches in Europe. I used to go every summer. It was Mm -hmm. all great. So that's what he booked. I said, sure, no problem. Let's go there. Well, we happened to meet a couple sitting beside us on the beach. And every day we're on assigned beds. We met them. Every day we spoke with them. They happened to be swingers. They explained what is the swinging lifestyle to us over the course of several days. They're from Europe. We asked 
asked many questions. Mm-hmm. We got straight answers. We are very curious, David, a little bit more than me at first, but I certainly got into it and was quite interested to know. Well, what was very interesting also is he was on the beach putting sunscreen on her boobs. Which were op- bare, open. And she had beautiful boobs, and I'm looking, and Carol looks at me and says, don't even think about doing that to me. <laughs> not in public, of course not. You can't be touching my breasts in public. And one thing led to another, and um, we became interested, and we asked questions, and we spoke about it every evening when we went back. And then after two or three days, they said, hey, are you guys interested? And that was our first swinging experience with them um, at Temptation in Cancun. Yeah. Okay, so so let's, let's number one, look at the fact that you were at a place called Temptation, yes, right? Yes. <laughs> so that, that gave, kind of gave you something uh-huh. when you were booking it. So maybe there was some kind of... Inkling in the back. For sure, of we were your going mind. to an adults-only right. sexy resort. Okay. No question about it. And 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 you also said, you know, they were reserved beds. They weren't lounge individual mm-hmm. lounge. Right. Yeah, right? Yeah. But I have a question for you, Carol, because um, I mean, I really want to get into a little bit more of the sexy lifestyle and, and how we can really. When I say that, I'm I'm not necessarily talking about the swinger, but how being open and being sexually uh, uh, adventurous with your partner, mm-hmm. whether it's with other people like yourselves right. or within a monogamous relationship, how to keep it more sexy. But I, I want to ha- ask this particular question. When you saw David watching this other couple that obviously David was a little titillated by... No pun intended. No, no pun intended. No, there was a pun intended. I, I tend to do that sometimes, okay? Did that bother you at first? Like, was there kind of like, hey, are you... No, I was actually happy that I was able to express my feeling to him that that... You know, I didn't really want him to be doing that to me. And I was able to express myself. So I right away said, well, don't even think about doing that to me because that's not what I want you to do right now in my life. That That's not what I want right now. And But it didn't bother you that uh, he oh, was no. watching, no, no, looking, no. possibly? No, we liked looking at all the beautiful women on the beach and all the beautiful okay. men on the beach. I mean, I like looking at men. He likes looking at women. So we did. And we said, oh, there's a cute one and there's a cute one. So we, we kind of, I guess, we're already a little bit more open than maybe some. Yeah. And, and you know, it's interesting because you said you, you like looking at men and he likes looking. I happen to like looking at both. Like, I, mm-hmm. I know that I lie on a beach and I just watch people, mm-hmm. you know, yes. and I'm, yes. I'm I'm very taken by just watching people, how they interact with each other, how they carry themselves. And I love looking at a a spectacular looking woman and find her sexy. Like if a woman's sexy, and I'll even tell them, Mm -hmm. you know, I just think you are spectacular. Well, you know know what, Cheryl? You don't need to be on the beach. I can tell you right now, and I'm looking at you, how beautiful you are. (laughs) Well, thank you, David. I'm I'm keeping my top on. (laughs) 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 Actually, um, one of the things that was interesting, uh, and I know that when we were getting ready for the show, uh, Ramona... Uh, who's uh, yeah? She's in the studio yeah, naked right the, now. <laughs> yeah, she was like Cheryl. They do their show naked. Are they going to be naked in the studio? Like, yeah, no, <laughs> not today. Not today. Not today. Um, so okay. So let's talk a little bit about compatibility when it comes to a sexual relationship because it starts from the two of you that together you made a decision and it was a very compatible decision that you both wanted to enter this lifestyle together. So how important is compatibility with two people? Well, let's just bring it down to two people within 
a sexual relationship, meaning frequency and fantasy and what you want to experience together. Right. So absolutely, if you're not a compatible couple sexually, eventually that's going to catch up with you. Because, you know, at the beginning of your relationship, when you're having all that hot sex at the beginning of your relationship, when everything's going great in the honeymoon phase, but then eventually that fades. And as you know, your desire fades a little bit more too. And so if that's when you find out your real true compatibility uh, and whether you're are compatible or not, it sort of comes out at that point. So if you haven't discussed it prior and that you know what the other partner is expecting for the life term of your relationship, then you might end up in a little bit of trouble. So it's always great early on in the relationship to talk about those things. And one of them, of course, is frequency and intensity. What type of sex you like, how often you want to have sex. Those kind of questions. We are talking about your lifestyle, how to spice it up, how to keep it alive right here on Solo in the City on CJAD 800 and being joined with David and Carol, who know how to keep it sexy. So I do think what you're saying resonates so well with me because I do have a lot of people when they start dating some people are a little bit more gregarious in in their sexual fantasies and their expectations and or you know don't have any inhibitions or they really do want to play differently than let's say I'm going to say the average mm-hmm. um, or what they call, you know, the vanilla, vanilla. type. Mm-hmm. The, the vanilla. <laughs> well, I'm going with vanilla here. Okay. <laughs> you can go with anything you want. And if you want to participate in this, remember, star 8255, okay? Um, but I always say you you can't necessarily lead with that. You can't go out on, on a second date or a second sexual encounter with a partner and then all of a sudden, you know, do a Fifty Shades of Grey because somebody might go running. But you can lead them into it. Right. And that's why slowly. fantasy talk is very important because even though it might not be your fantasy that you want to fulfill and you're thinking about it, that's one thing. But if the other partner's thinking about it and wants to fulfill it, then... But it's, at least it's a way of talking about what you're looking for. But, you know, your, your point about Fifty Shades of Grey is, is a great a segue into a couple. So you mm-hmm. go out on a date and you go see Fifty Shades of Grey and after the movie, what a great way to open that discussion about well, what did you like? What did you see? What didn't you like? Would you? Could you? Should you? And you don't have to say, hey, you know, how many times a week do you want to have sex? But there's, there's different ways to open up that conversation and communication is key in any relationship about what you like and what you don't like. Mm-hmm. So when we talk about um, the compatibility, I want to go back into the, the three main factors. So one of them is frequency. Yeah. And, you know, I mean, even in, in relationships the way they exist now, people, uh, especially, you know, in the demographics of a lot of people that I work with, which is, you know, the 40 and up crowd, you have medical issues even that change and thank goodness for different pills that <laughs> so long, right? That might be blue. <laughs> that might be blue, yeah. Um, but the fact is, as we're developing these relationships, some of us might have a bigger sexual appetite than the other one. And does the other one have to chime in? Do they have to, you know, get on board and say, okay, you know what, I don't have the same need, but of course, you're my partner, I want to please you? Or does the other person have to 
I think it's a little bit of both. There is definitely a compromise in a relationship, no matter how you look at it. And I don't think any relationship at the very beginning is going to be completely 100% compatible. Every human being is different, right? Right. But you have to work on it together. And it's a process. And it's not even the same today, tomorrow, the next day. Each day might be a little bit different. A year from now, you might have a different need than you did the year before. So it's not something that's static. It's something that's constantly moving or dynamic. And you need to constantly be talking about it. And as you say, as we age and our needs change, we absolutely have to adapt to that as well. And just because over the first couple of years or 10 years that you've only had sex once a year on your birthday, (laughs) it's never too late to start again. (laughs) That's right. You know, go out, get advice, talk to um, sex experts, uh, listen to our radio show. We talk about relationships all the time. But we have so many friends who are in their 50s and 60s who are just getting into the swinging lifestyle or better sex or fantasies or BDSM or whatever's out there just because they started talking about it. And some of them found out, oh, you know what? It's been 20 years that I wanted to ask you this. And she says, well, I've been wanting to ask you this, but they never did. What Mm -hmm. is BDSM for our listeners? Um, Bondage, bondage. discipline, BDS, sadomasochism. Right. Yeah, there you go. I just want to. I just wanted to like finish it off there. You know, um, the other part of it is when you get to know somebody. I, I've worked with a lot of people, and I've interviewed a lot of people and couples. And this is one of the things I want to talk about more. Couples will say, "Well, you know, we've been together a long time. It gets boring." And my answer is, "It doesn't, it have, doesn't to. have to." It doesn't be. have to. And by the way, with time comes intimacy, comes connection. And that's when you should be more comfortable to share and explore and leave your inhibitions behind. And you have to work at it. it. And you have to work at it. You have to work at it. We are talking about your sexy lifestyle and how to spice it up if you want to and that it's never too late. Stay with us for more on Happy, Healthy, and Horny. Right here on Solo in the City on CJAD 800. You're listening to Solo in the City with Cheryl Vesner on News Talk Radio, CJAD 800. Solo in the City. Tonight, this is about if you love your life, your love life will happen. That's my motto, and I really stand behind it. Now, Tonight, we are talking about your sexy lifestyle and how to spice it up. And to help us do that are David and Carol. They are here with me in studio. They are from The Sexy Lifestyle. And um, this is one of the things that you talk about on your radio show, The Sexy Lifestyle. Um, By the way, you can hear it on Voice America. So let's talk about how people can really spice it up. What we were talking about before is you don't have to just accept that you've been in a long-term relationship, that things, you know, get stale. We can spice it up anytime we want, right? right? And reconnect. And if you, you know, you are with somebody a long time, I really believe that you you trust that person. So that means that you should be able to open up and ask and show and please each other. So how do you start that? Well, we talk about triple X for great sex. And that's express, explore, and experience. So the very first thing to do is to express. You need to learn how to talk. 
to your partner. We're not taught how to talk about sex. It's not something that we've learned at school, for example. So sometimes people have a hard time well, actually, talking they, about they're sex. learning that in school these days. Right. But, but <laughs> not, not about feelings. But, yeah, and, exactly. and, and talking yes. about sex isn't, do you want to have sex? Right. Yeah. That, that's not the, no. that, that's not the, right. the discussion you have. It's what type of sex you want to have and when and how often. And learn how to be comfortable talking about it with your spouse, your partner, or whatever, whoever you're having sex with. So the very first thing is opening up that dialogue and figuring out what it is that you actually want. Number one, talking about it. The next thing is explore. And I loved in your box, you got a lot of different tools to learn and explore about your partner. So that for those of you who missed it, um, and by the way, you can go back and you can see the show on Facebook Live, but also you're going to be able to hear it on SoundCloud. If you missed it at the beginning of the show, I opened up a box that came to me and it's called Date Mail. And this is a monthly subscription that you can buy into and you will get this box every month and what it does is it prompts you in this particular case it has yes it has oils and all kinds of things but it also has conversation starters and things right, that you right, can right, do right, right. right and so the exploring that you need to do with your partner is certainly threefold there's physical spiritual and emotional learn about your partner learn more and those fun games is a great way to open the conversation and get things going you know, you just said something that, I, and I'm going to go sideways a little bit here for a second, but when you said, you know, learn what your partner wants, learn what your partner needs, I think it actually starts with what I start with with all my coaching clients, and that's learn what your own needs mm-hmm. are. Mm-hmm. Learn your body. And I know that I've done some some dance classes at a studio in New York City um, called the S Factor. And I mean, I guess you could call it a pole dance class, but actually they call it a sensual school. And the first thing that they do is um, this, this particular school, you're actually dancing in a dark room. And it's all about going inward. And one of the things is about just learning how to stroke your leg and how to stroke your arm and then, you know, feeling who you are and the parts of your body. But it, and, it, it's, so, it's so true. You know, we did a whole bunch of shows during May, which was Masturbation Month, and it wasn't targeted at singles it was targeted at couples Mm -hmm. to learn about your body what makes you feel good what makes you have an orgasm and then how can you tell your partner what to do right Right. at least help them along anyways lots of good hints so going back for a minute to the box that we got tonight this was from date mail there was something in it and i want to put it out there um one of them is a suggestion it's a game that they they put into the box and it talks about remember the the we used to play Simon says mm-hmm. well this is Simon sexy says yeah. I love it okay isn't that great mm-hmm. and it's you know she she so Tara who puts this all together talks about Simon sexy says forces you to truly listen to your partner because you have to do what your partner says and what you're supposed to do is take turns you you know flip a coin you decide who's going to go first mm-hmm. and you have to do Sexy Simon says, kiss my neck. And uh-huh. the other person has to do it. And then you go back and forth and back and forth. And one of the things that she talks about in, in the letter that you received telling you how to do this game is the more you do it, 
all of a sudden you start saying things that you not necessarily want to ask for, but your true fantasies come oh, out in it, uh-huh. right? Because you're following the rules of the game. You're following the rules of the game, but you also get absorbed. Yeah, uh-huh. and then you're game. learning how to express yourself in a certain way, and it's great. It's kind of forcing you to do it without even and having fun without even realizing. Mm-hmm. It. So some, I think this is a fun game. It right? is because some think, people don't even know the right words to use to bring out a particular topic, and here you have a card. It's like a prompt. Just say this. And it's fantastic. It's a great idea. Yeah. yeah. So anybody who's interested, that's what you're supposed to do with your partner. You you decide you're going to play Simon Sexy Says. And then, like, for a suggestion, she wrote Simon Sexy Says, kiss my neck, play the air guitar, dance for 30 seconds. And, but remember, you have to do Simon Sexy says. Mm-hmm. Or you lose your turn. Or you lose your turn. <laughs> exactly. We have somebody who just wrote in. Again, we are talking about your sexy lifestyle and how you can spice up your love life right here on Solo in the City on CJD 800. And somebody wrote in and wants to ask, Hi, I wish to be anonymous, but what about jealousy in this lifestyle? My partner wants me to try it. Uh-huh. Right. That so, is a wonderful question. And we get asked that question, I think, the most of all the questions out there. So first of all, we have to tell you that if you're going to be in the swinging lifestyle and share your partner in, in any way, whether it's just touching, flirting, or actually having sex, it's all it's all good, whatever works for you. The first thing you have to know is you have to have a very, very strong relationship. You have to be so comfortable with your partner that you know your partner loves you. No matter what happens, you're going home with your partner and that... There's no question about that. So if you want to add some spice to your relationship and try flirting with another couple or going further into that relationship, then you have to know that your partner's there for you. And so when you see your partner touching or flirting with somebody else, that it's exciting for you to see it and it's exciting for him to do it. And you're not jealous because you know that person loves you, that you're, you're giving that gift of trust that that person is going to have a lot more fun and have an open, sexy And we always time. talk about being emotionally monogamous, but swingers. Right. And, and that's the key here. Yes. yes. Emotionally, you are monogamous. And so I want to just touch for a second, since, since we're kind of looking at it this way, there is a difference between polyamorous relationships, mm-hmm. which is a committed relationship between more than, you know, three or more people. So mm-hmm. it's a committed and, and relationship. And an emotional relationship. Well, it's a committed yes. emotional right. Right. relationship. And by the way, not always sexual with all, right. all the parties, but it's an emotionally committed relationship. Then you have the open relationship where you're not necessarily doing it together. You're both doing your own thing, but you're coming back yeah. to it. Mm-hmm. And then you have the swinger. Mm-hmm. Now, in your case, you swing, but you're always together. Always. So it's the two of you with another couple or more. Same yeah. room, same bed, same pile. That's our main room. Foursomes and moresomes. Foursomes <laughs> <laughs> and moresomes. So never a threesome. It's you, always another we, Our, our rule is rule. we play couples. There's yeah. swingers in the lifestyle who play threesomes and play apart, but Whatever. our rule Whatever is Whatever works together. for them is fine, but our rules together is what the ones that count. Okay, so and that's why I wanted to get back mm-hmm. to the swinger part. Mm-hmm. The swinger is, in your case, that, but for other people, it could be... Three. It could be same room or different room. 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 Whatever's good for their couple. Whatever. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I'm wondering, for instance, because you always play together, does that strengthen the bond? And, you know, in uh, a swinger relationship where people are, you know, going off doing their own thing, does that sometimes lead 
to more jealousy or more no, conflict. I would not say that no? at all. No, okay. no, absolutely not. It's sometimes what happens is you get kind of distracted by your partner being there having sex with someone else and you can't focus on your own enjoyment. Or it turns you on. Yeah. So and then being a little bit secretive away from your partner and then you come back and tell him later and it's whisper in his ear what you did and then it becomes another fantasy. So there's a lot of reasons why some couples do play a part. You know, I, I I always said that I'm not a jealous woman. I I always felt that if my partner wanted to be with me, they'll be with me. And if they don't, then they shouldn't be with me. But I always loved when women flirted with my ex-husband mm-hmm. or if a woman is paying attention to the man I'm with. First of all, I know it feels good for them. Mm-hmm. And I think of it as a compliment. Mm-hmm. And then, but I am possessive and I will make it known that at one point, right. that that person's with me, <laughs> you sure. know, like, For I'll sure. go and I'll claim with, you know, an arm or a, a, around the neck or, a, you know, a little fluff of the hair mm-hmm. or a little kiss on the cheek. But but, it, but in the lifestyle, nobody's out to steal their other another right. person's partner. No. They're just there to have sex. sex. A physical. Because it's a physical, physical, physical thing. Thing. Right. condition. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. right. I, uh, not condition. And, it's and it's if, a physical thing. Yeah. And if your, your listener wants a little bit more advice on swinging, they could just send us an email at ask at carolandavid.com and we'll be more than happy to answer any questions they have. Totally confidential too. Yeah, right? absolutely. So, Always. So there you go. So if you want, please reach out to them and um, Carol and David will walk you through anything you need to know. We are talking, as I said, about the sexy lifestyle, your sexy lifestyle with Carol and David. Tell me a little bit about, or a little bit more about the triple X. So this is, the triple X is, you know, explore, express your needs, and then also the experience, right? And then the most important thing is to express again. So after you've had that experience that you've decided to have together, you have to talk about what you liked what you didn't like, and what you would do different again next time. And I'm not talking about swinging. It's of any single right. type of experience that you have with your partner, whether it's just going to a party or a movie or whatever, you have to be able to talk about it. So Anna, so on that, mm-hmm. Carol, if you're having sex with David and there's something at the end that you would like done differently mm-hmm. and you express that, David, a lot of men feel that that is you know, an attack on their ego or their malehood. Can you just comment on that? Because I I do know women say, well, I've asked, you know, or said that I would like it done differently. And they don't get what they want. In our relationship, the more we communicate, the more Carol says, the better our sex gets. So we have a replay. Every time we have sex, we lie there in bed and we said what was great, what we didn't like, what we did like. And every time it just gets better and better. So that's the replay of uh, the experience we just had and expressing it all over again. So it's all about expressing, communicating, and spicing up your love life. That's what we're talking about here tonight on Solo in the City on CJAD 800. Coming up, more sexy talk. This is Solo in the City with Cheryl Vesner on News Talk Radio, CJAD 800. Hello, everybody. (laughs) We are having a great show tonight because we're talking about your love life. That's it. How to spice it up, how to keep it going, how to get it fresh, and how to maintain a fresh, fun, healthy sexual experience with your partner, whether that partner is 
your longtime mate or somebody new. It's about finding what works for the two of you. Joining me in studio to talk about dating each other forever. And when I talk about dating each other forever, I don't mean just date and date and date. I mean, have that feeling forever between two people. David and Carol, we are going to keep talking about how to keep it fresh, right? So let's do this. When it talks to, or when you talk to people about a great sex life, you talk about it being messy, right? Oh, yes. Messy yeah. sex is great sex. But it's really all about where your headspace is. We're mm -hmm. not talking about all the different types of messiness. We're talking about your head, where it's got to be, especially for women who are um, not so much spontaneous and they're more reactive. And we have to focus on the getting into the right mood and getting that arousal Giving going. yourself permission, first of yeah, all. Yeah. And, and we need to focus on those things. And sometimes our head is busy with the laundry list and stress and kids and Do things. you ever have those issues? Oh, my God. Yeah, all the time. <laughs> <laughs> Such a head case. So you have to kind of train yourself to... To, to let go, to let go of all those things in the day, to let go of what you're thinking and what's bothering you and what might be stopping you from having the best sex of your life. So every time we have sex, I actually have to get that out of my head. And that way, you don't have all the little compartments of, well, got to do this and I got to do that. I got to, we could just let it all go. And when you do that, you end up letting a lot of, I guess, animalistic sounds come out. Squirt. A lot of, <laughs> a lot of nice juices come out. <laughs> um, um, uh, all sorts of things just happen. And what about those amazing orgasms yes. when you just and, let go? Yes. And so when you can release everything and really enjoy your sex, mm -hmm. that's what we're calling messy sex. And the more Carol gets turned on, the more I get turned on as well. Well, you know, somebody once said to me, what do you think is a good lover? And I think a good lover is not the, the, the act of being a good lover. It's the enjoyment you get watching that other person absolutely be turned on. Yes. Mm -hmm. That's mm -hmm. a good lover. Yeah. It's, it's not the tec technical part. Well, of so it, much right? of sex is in your head, it's right? It's in your head. Yeah. And, and that even goes for, by the way, you know, this show is about relating, dating, and mating. When I talk about dating, what you were saying is 100% right. When you're stepping out on that date, Never mind the sex. Mm. You've got to change that headspace. Right. Whether it's going for a job interview. Life is about putting your head into what's standing in front of you. Yeah. The next thing you're going to do and getting out there and being ready for that. The laundry? Well, you're not taking care of that right now. <laughs> right now, you're cleaning out other parts of <laughs> your house. And, and, and you know what, Cheryl? We were talking about communication earlier, and there's no app for it. You have to be face-to-face, -face, you just said it, in front of your partner, in the front of your date, way. and talk to them the old-fashioned way. You know, yeah, you can have sexy texting because you're out of town and stuff, but you know what? Relationships and sex and, and people are about doing it face-to-face. -face. We have a text coming in. We're talking about your sexy lifestyle and your your love life here on Solo in the City on CJD 800. We have somebody who wrote in, I've lived a rather traditional life. However, I am curious and maybe open to finding out more. Is there any research that talks about or compares monogamous lifestyles versus having multiple partners? I'd like to read about the pros and cons of each. Great question. Well, so one of the, the one of the only researchers on the swinging lifestyle is Dr. Eddie Fernandez, and you can look him up, and he's got 
plenty of um, – he has a book and he has lots of articles. He was on our show. He, yeah. You can listen to a, yeah. a one-hour discussion we had with him on our show about well, the research that he the did. the sexy swingers, that particular episode. So there is a lot – there is research uh, that he's done. He's like one of the only researchers, but you could definitely look that up. And, and one thing that's important to note, that the lifestyle or the swinging lifestyle has – three or four different variations. So there's a voyeur, there's an exhibitionist, there's a soft swap, and there's a full swap. So full swap is full penetration, all on everything going. Soft swap is everything but penetration with another partner. Voyeurism is you're standing there and you're watching. And exhibitionism is you're out there showing what you can do with your partner. You're not necessarily touching anybody. So there's different um, ways to do it and different... um, uh, Levels, levels of, of swinging. So it's not about um, you know going all out, and you don't have to evolve. You can do one and just and just stay where you are. But you know, seventeen uh, percent of the North American population identify as one way or the other being in the lifestyle. In the lifestyle, open minded, and um, it's and not it- talking about being. Um, a swinger is talking about just being open-minded like you were saying earlier. Yeah, I, earlier I was reading something else that came in the date mail and it was uh, from one of the contributors to the date mail box that we got, again, the monthly subscription where you get things to your house to help you with your date night in. Um, and it was from Dr. Rose who participates in contributing to this. And she said that 2% of couples, only 2%, wow. are really truly happy and that the other 98% are emotionally disconnected Hmm. and I really believe that a lot of people and a lot of couples who are emotionally disconnected stems from the sex life that they might not be experienced because there are you know I I actually don't remember the statistics but it's like 95% of a bad relationship is 95% of what happens in the bedroom. Well, we, that's we, the way it works, We right? believe and, and we talk about it all the time that relationships begin and end in the bedroom. Right. Yeah. So what happens between the sheets is very important. Right. Yeah. Um, somebody is saying they want to know if you set boundaries with each other. Absolutely. Oh, my God, for sure. Yes. Actually, before we go into any swinger situation, a new party or an event or a week-long vacation, we always talk about our expectations of what we expect to happen when we set our limits, what we're willing to do, what we're willing not to do. And those are the kind of boundaries that we talk and you about. Don't, and you don't change on the fly. If there's something that happens at a party or at an event and you like it and you want to try it, it goes for next time. You don't change your rules on the fly. And every once in a while, things go astray and I get in trouble every once in a while. And then I get put in my place and <laughs> shit happens. Oops. <laughs> things happen. Things happen. Stuff happens. <laughs> so, so that gets back to compatibility. So in your particular case, like we're talking about compatibility and two people have to be very compatible in their sex life or at least grow into one together, meaning... As your relationship grows, you know, if you're in a new relationship, you you allow the other person to catch up. I mean, we do this on every aspect of our relationship, not just our sexual. You know, two people are meeting. You don't necessarily go to being, you know, I want to be exclusive at the same time. You need to let that other person catch up and want to be exclusive with you. And then you need to let that other person catch up and, you know, want to say, I want a committed a relationship. And the other person may not be ready to get married yet or have kids or so same thing in your sex life right you have to work with your partner 
It's about the communication, communication and figuring out where balance. you are today, where you want to be tomorrow, how are you going to get there. One has to compromise up and the other one might and have some to compromise down. Right. So here's my, my question as far as the swinger life then, because now we're talking about relationship. When it comes to the two of you and you have your boundaries, now you walk into a situation and you have to choose a compatible couple mm -hmm. right mm -hmm. and let's say you think that they're compatible but all of a sudden somebody is into something that you know david and you have decided no we don't do that and then david goes you know well maybe i'd like to nope. try that maybe. what happens you're in the spot you're in the room you're in your pile as you call it right it, it's very simple what happens? first of all you never take one for the team ever 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 and if you have to get out of a situation, the only important person is your partner because that's the person you're going home with. So if it just so happens that you hurt someone's feelings because they expected this, you can't hurt your partner's feelings because that's the person you just love and that's the one you're going home all. with. Has that ever happened to you? For sure. Yeah, but for we sure. just walk away and we say it's not for us. Thank you. And that's fine. Mm -hmm. and, and no one's heartbroken here. No. This is not about an emotional thing. No. Right. It's the physical. So if we were not the right person for them to play with, well, they'll go find somebody else. Yeah, it's it's, it's about us having a great time. And every swinger situation we go into, when we go home, it has to strengthen our couple. Otherwise, it was not the right thing for us to do. And this has strengthened your couple. Absolutely. Right? Yes. You're, 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 yes. you're now, I want to say this again, you were each in a monogamous relationship in previous marriages where... Your exes both married each other, and now the two of you are together, and this is stronger and made you stronger, and yes. never thought you'd have the sex life that you have created for yourself, Absolutely. Right? Very wonderful. well put, yeah. Okay. So, you know, again, it comes down to respect. It comes down to communication. It comes down to trust. And it comes down to, and, and people are probably going to say, you're crazy mm -hmm. when you, I'm about to say this. It comes down to loyalty. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. You are both really loyal to this couple and to each other, mm -hmm. even if there's another. Well, we two are definitely there. emotionally monogamous. There's no doubt about that. We are a committed, strong couple. Um, I do want to say also somebody is asking how to contact you. So, Carolyn David, they can reach you through the sexy lifestyle. Yeah. Right? So, so uh, at our email, ask at carolanddavid.com or they can go to our website thesexylifestyle.com and uh, there's lots of information there there's all our radio shows that have all different topics and um, they can send us an email and everything stays anonymous um, unfortunately in the lifestyle um, most of it is underground because um, it's not socially acceptable well we um, didn't even introduce you by your last names right yes and, and we, we're not even known by our last <laughs> names <laughs> but we are out so we yes. are we're not hiding here no, you're not. Well, I want to thank you both very, very much for coming and sharing your experience, your lifestyle, your love style, because you, you have like a very strong love style. Love that. It's your own style. Thank you. And you know what? That's the important part in this day and age. Everybody has to live the life in which they need to be true to themselves. Mm -hmm. And if Again, I'm going to say it. If you love your life, your love life happens. So thank you both for joining us. Our One pleasure. more time. Give them the website again, David, how to get in touch with you. TheSexyLifestyle.com or send us an email at ask at carolandavid.com. And everybody, as we always say, stay sexy. 
That's not all you say. <laughs> so give CJ them your line. I, I know, but you can say it. Give them spice, your spice up your sex life and live happy, healthy, and always horny. Always horny. There you go. And as I always say, love your life and your love life will happen. Next week, we have a great show for you. Life and Love After Loss with Corey Sirota and Dr. Bali. I want to thank Ramona for the Facebook Live as well as Benson, always here to support us. Remember, you can sign up to Solo in the City or CherylBesner.com. Become part of my free database and let me help you meet the one. And as always, remember, keep it simply social because we all know it's all about the kiss. See you next week.